we have to just trust that somewhere in space it funk it works like welcome to 40 trillion dpi i'm helen Ip. and i'm justin carter we're two designers and weirdos and friends and every other week we get together to talk about design this week we talked to david chaz a graphic designer type designer educator sometimes artist who would have rather been a ufc fighter we talked to dave about lots of things you can and cannot drink bud light comma the history of <laughs> High-end baby skincare products Energy drinks that look like automotive fluids And automotive fluids that look like energy drinks We discussed the etiquette of lurking online And the woke Kansas State license plate fiasco Brought to you by Canva Thanks to Dave for taking the time to hang out with us you can find Dave's work at bestgraphicdesignerintheworld.com. And if you happen to see him lurking on the periphery of your online community, ask him about his compulsive saving yearly image library. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I didn't even know what oh that was. Oh my god, like, those are some hard hits. Compulsive saving yearly image library. I love it. I love that. Um, I think, yeah, I think we could just get started. David, welcome to 40 Trillion DPI. Yes, welcome. Finally, welcome to 40 Trillion DPI. Finally. It's like you've been here, it's like you've been here all along. Like when there was only one foot, one set of footprints in the sand, that was when you were carrying us. Um, Oh my God. I feel so honored to be here. First time, long time. Uh, I've, I've followed the podcast in its infancy. Uh, I, I send it to my students all the time. And, oh, my God. Uh, and, yeah, uh, I've listened to a lot of episodes. David, wait, David, did you, br- did you bring uh, some design news to talk about this week? Um, I have some design lore. Yeah. Ooh, also, okay. you just have a lot of things lore. to talk about. You have a lot of things to talk about, so I feel like that's going to be re- exciting. Yeah, I, maybe maybe that's less news and more tidbits. Yeah, mm. tidbits are good. Should we start there? Should we start with news? <laughs> <laughs> I think we should start with a tidbit. Let's go with a tidbit first, and then we can get news and then tidbit. I love it. I love it. Let's. Yeah. Okay. Uh, does anybody's parents drink beer? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. My, my, yeah, my dad's a big a, little bit. a big uh big bud light guy and i i like to think of my childhood home garage as being like a bud light museum because he uses the bud light boxes to store things and he, we have boxes from basically like maybe the late 80s or early 90s going all the way to like current day bud light design and if you look at like um bud light evolution on google you'll see like a bunch of funny like things and there's like elements of like skeuomorphism and like floating water and swooshes and um i can like look at a can and and tell you if i have that uh bud light box in my garage basically um bud light evolution whoa it actually changed a lot from like um Whatever the blue period going onwards. <laughs> well, I think the blue period. The blue period is now, right? Is the, mo- is is the more the recent? Light? Oh yeah. But, yeah. but the earlier ones, uh, yeah. But I was trying to find the MGD uh, cans because they made gold MGD cans with like little ribs in them that happened in the nineties, and like 
the MGD can was a big deal because everything was like black and gold, which was like pretty hard for like a beer can then. And uh, I, I was recently home in Chicago, so I'm just like unlocking a bunch of like childhood memories that are slightly design adjacent, basically. Um, oh, that's cool. It's funny because I feel like the newer Bud Light cans get kind of Pepsi looking too, you know? Uh, if you look at the Miller Lite evolution, which I'll pull up here, like uh, mm-hmm. I had a friend growing up where his dad was a Miller Lite guy and they also drank Pepsi. Mm-hmm. And then my family was like a Coke <laughs> and Bud Light family. So. They bring balance. Wait, Miller Light, the Miller Light, but Miller Light is different than Miller Genuine Draft. That has like a much tougher look. Yeah, huh. that's like a like a heavy, heavy, tasty. I also don't drink beer, so I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> They're all they're all bad. They're all bad. Um, I love how yeah, like getting into the blue period, like of Bud Light, like how, like so many things look like this now. Like yeah. they look like a cough drop, or they look like space, or something. You know what I mean? Like the mm-hmm. reference points changed mm-hmm. from like horses to like I don't know what like star trek or something <laughs> like <laughs> i don't know when that i don't know when or why that happened uh-huh. do you have any david do you have any insight into why they went blue uh no i don't maybe just that they wanted to be taste like water <laughs> i don't know <laughs> uh-huh. i see i see <laughs> so the reasons for drinking maybe have changed like uh the, the idea of, like, Bud Light as a refreshing beverage. I feel like it, it's, it mm-hmm. seems also, like, mm-hmm. um, yeah. somehow the blue just feels like you're doing, like, a party. And, like, maybe Bud Light became, like, something related to raging. Whereas, like, the other ones were, like... I think there was, like, a, 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 like a specific thing where they're, like, everybody's looking like this. Just, like, when brands are, like, we're going to go red. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody else is mm-hmm. red. Like, evolutionarily speaking, they're, like, yeah. there's a... There's a space. There's a space in this whatever quadrant diagram, <laughs> right? Like, but, that we can fill in. But, a, but if I'm yeah, looking at it on the yeah. shelf right now, I think it's in direct response to Bud Heavy being red, and it's like the inverse of that. And the interesting thing, like on the can, just like a, from a visual note, is like the most recent Bud Light change is they added the seal back in. They, like, mm-hmm. simplified the blue. The blue now includes mm. the old seal, like the Anheuser-Busch seal and stuff. So mm-hmm. it has... It definitely looks a lot mm-hmm. more contemporary than it needed a refresh, I guess. Like, the new cans are much cuter, I think. I don't know, y'all. The, the, more, the more that I look at the, the phrase Bud Light, it's starting to look weird <laughs> in my head. Or it's like starting to look like it sounds weird. Like I'm just like, boo licked. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's weird. It know. looks like, yeah, like UDHD, like that. on the 2013 one. It, it like strangely looks like it's um, like uh, technology cord, like 4K UHD. Uh. Yeah. I, I want to contrast this to like all the other like contemporary beverage branding do you know what i mean like i guess like there's this Mm. whole world Mm. of like if you're you know whatever like all this stuff that's like 
Instagram, you know, like Instagram threw up on a can or whatever. You know what I mean? Like uh, everything, all the like microbreweries, all these things. So I never see, I don't see these cans very often, but I always see everything that's very like corporate Memphis. It's very like bright and like, you yeah. know, this whole idea of like, yeah, like blues and reds are out, pinks and purples and greens, like there's a whole different vocab visual vocabulary mm-hmm. that has to do with like drinking as an accessory to a photo or something versus like, I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure if that's what it is, but like uh, mm. a different, a different, the can like lives in a different place or something like that. If that makes sense. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I mean, I feel like, especially with like the blue versions of like the Bud Light can, it's just like, I, to me, it just it's it's just sort of like masculine refreshment. Uh, <laughs> like that's <laughs> that, that's kind of like, but also just like super like you know no frills, you know like uh, yeah, that's kind of like the vibe I get. Whereas like obviously like a hard kombucha or like something that has CBD in it is just gonna use way more <laughs> colors, right? Like way more colors in the scheme yeah but i guess like the reference points are not like sports they're like calming like it's like that same kind of thing we were talking about like before about like it has to do with like unlocking your potential versus like being on a team versus being on a team (laughs) or like not even being on a team just being with a team do you know what i mean like i don't know you guys follow Connor O'Malley? You guys know who that is? He's a he's a like a crazy weird performance art comedian guy. He's kind of unhinged. Wait, does he make videos he does, on yeah. put them on YouTube? Yeah. I feel like I might have uh, seen some of them. I just imagine like Connor O'Malley going on like like trying to get people to sign petitions to like make beer cans look like bad Photoshop filters again. Like but like trying to convince like <laughs> Like like normal people like to care about like don't don't you want your Bud Light can to look like a sixteen year old right. like trying out all the different filters in one go like we need more drop shadows more more like gradient like linear gradient we need more like outer glow like even this like shape too like like what you just put in the chat Dave is just it's sort of like this weird like metallic water drop but like car adjacent you know it's like what are they what are they saying with the like swashes of like silver like what is that but then there's like water at the bottom like i'm just like what what is what is that all symbol yeah i I mean like yeah i mean it's like a fascinating vernacular because it's the same thing with like gillette like it looks like a razor it looks like soap it looks like all the same (laughs) you know what i mean like all the same yeah they decided that like chrome you know, like, yeah. is, is, is masculine in some way. <laughs> like, I don't know. They're, like, it has no, it doesn't read to me as, like, a beverage. Like, it also kind of yeah. looks like, like a stick-on, yeah, like, fingernail, like, graphic. Or, like, a, a, uh, or like a weird <laughs> guitar pick dissolving <laughs> in somebody's sparkling But I think it's, like... <laughs> But I feel like it's like, it speaks to a different way. It's a design that like now, I guess, like it's a design that is like literal averages. Like 
it's like every sport beast like turns into this just a force. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's it's the Bucks, it's the Rams, it's this. But like you can't have all the different beasts. Like now, I think you'd have a ten-headed Hydra with all the different beasts. This is like what are all of these have in common? Yeah. And like, let's just make that. It's like motion. Right. It's like their DNA. It's like their. It's like. It's like one of the chromosomes of like the the team mascots of all the. I don't know sports ball. I don't know sports do you, very well. Do you so. think when when Jen <laughs> Alpha becomes saying. creative directors that maybe they'll revert against everything and they'll go back to just like full full Photoshop filter? Will they will they try and reclaim? Li- I feel like that's happening. <laughs> will that be like part of the? Yeah, well, well, like. Will that be like part of like the fight against AI is to like lean really hardcore into like like all the crazy default filters, you know? It's like, no, a human made this with software <laughs> that made it look as cool as we could. Wow. <laughs> I'll theme my selections for this week as like slow design news week because all everything <laughs> that everybody was talking about is like all of these like weird mm-hmm. machinations in like the AI world and I like all this stupid shit about mm. effective altruism mm-hmm. and like no Whoa, come on we were talking about that shit three years oh ago oh my god Let's it's go. the lamest mm-hmm. shit um but so this, I think, it ta- ta- taglines really well onto what what uh, David was just talking about with Bud Light. So I just sent you guys the article. It's a Fox mm-hmm. News article, so that's exciting. Nice. Um, but Ooh. basically, Kansas <laughs> tried to redesign their license plate, um, and they unveiled it online, and it got so much backlash that they're. They're going back to the drawing board, basically. Um, and so they've rescinded their design oh. and they're starting over. Um, and the, um, yeah, the, the governor who had, like, announced it, she had heard so much feedback. Like, I, some of the feedback is really, like, really silly. Like, I think the main thing, I guess, mm-hmm. so, well, let me just describe it. Or, Helen, can you describe the license plate? Yeah. Well, this is an illustration, so I don't know if this is, like, the real well, thing like or whatever. Well, it's like the mock-up. It's but, the design that they're um, going for, yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like the mock-up, right? Yeah. So, you know, we have a, a, a fairly standard, uh, looks very, um, what would you call it, uh, industrial typeface, if you will, spelling out Kansas, Kansas State at the top. But then it's like really color-blocked, right? It's like blue, there's a blue bar that houses the Kansas in the middle, I mean, at the in the middle and on the top, and then there's a like a yellow gold uh, where the actual license plate number goes, and then there's one star to the left and the right of the license plate number, and then there's this wild script <laughs> that says all lowercase, which I actually think is very um, apropos, like of the trend of the times to the stars. Uh, <laughs> 
But uh, it's, I, I'm actually kind of surprised. I find it kind of bland for Kansas. I don't know. What did, what did, what did you think? Do you think... There's no, there's no information mm-hmm. about it, about where yeah. it came from, but do you think that it was made made in Canva? Oh, <laughs> I mean, high probability. <laughs> <laughs> or like in Google. Do you think it was made in Google uh, Slides? That's my question, because it kind of looks uh, like that. <laughs> like, I think these are Google fonts. I mean, I think they are, absolutely. <laughs> but maybe it's just because they're cheap and they didn't want to pay for a license, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> um, so a couple of things. Yeah. It seems kind of like oddly um, like military somehow or, or like Michigan Wolverines. Mm. Oh, it definitely is sports, giving military. But I don't know. Like there's, there's nothing in yep. Kansas. So I don't know what they were. <laughs> right. <laughs> Wait, I like that you just said there's nothing in Kansas. <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, it, I mean, in the article, it, wait. Speaking to that, in the article, it says it's it says um, that talking about how the the design is dull towards the end. It says, and dull isn't good for a state long associated in the popular mind with the drab looking black and white parts of the movie Wizard of Oz. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude! Like. That's harsh. Sounds like they're insecure. They're like, you're the shitty part of that movie. <laughs> um, oh, man. But I think one of the things happening here in the Fox News take, they're not really doing it, but they're kind of trying to do it. They're saying that a lot of people were saying it looked too much like the New York license plate that's also gold and kind of mm. black. Um, and mm. it's slightly like... Um, you know, kind of, uh, a, they're trying to make it into like a coastal issue that this is some bland thing and it should be, you know, it should look more like a Budweiser right. can than uh, a whatever, uh, a, a, a Spindrift can or something. Um, Spindrift? But, <laughs> but one of the things I really like is that their motto, the, the, the thing, the, the license plate only has one half of their motto. It's the first half. Their full motto is mm. to the stars through difficulties. <laughs> oh. Oh. So weird. Huh. Interesting. Huh. So weird. Yeah. Hmm. What does the current Kansas license plate look like? That oh, I, I don't have. I don't have license the current plate. license plate. Oh, wow. This like new one is everywhere. Whoa. Like, <laughs> people are like, nope. Oh, oh, actually, like, the old ones are cool. I mean, they're more image-based. I feel like this was too graphic design for the, for the current citizens of the state of Kansas. You know what I'm saying? It's, like, it's, like very, it's, it's very flat, you know? Ooh. It's not, it doesn't have any, like, you know, suburban oomph to it, the, you know? It's too, it's too forward-thinking the, in, the, in the minimal uh, approach, you know? The 88 to 91 is sick. Yeah. Let me send it to you guys. That one rips. Did you? Oh, you saw it. Oh, you put it in there. Yeah. That one's sick. We got some it has wheat. Bill Glazer vibes Ooh. going. Little baby teeth action. Also, like, just the wheat, like, just in the middle of everything. That's, like, pretty poetic. I like that. That's good. Yeah. I feel like that's, <laughs> that's a good true. one. Ooh. This, um, Whoa. I guess one of the things that, that I'm thinking about is, like, this idea of, like, I guess just like government, like dwindling resources or whatever. Like, 
<laughs> like uh-huh. the idea that like you know there was a time when like you would have an artist like create something like this i don't know who designed this but i do feel like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's a template or something and they just mm-hmm. it looks like you know like when you go to a website like zazzle or something and they're like yeah. put your name on a mug and yeah. it gives you like three yeah. little areas where you could like put type or something like that right. Like, right, it right, feels right. like this is a zazzle a zazzle license plate basically but, like, i kind of um, would want a zazzle license plate like i think that would be kind of sick but, <laughs> 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 but that's just me <laughs> you know uh, maybe I pro- I feel like maybe I agree uh, to some degree with the Fox News article that, that it just doesn't ha- it doesn't it doesn't really have enough distinctive flavor, you know? Yeah, mm. or I guess like maybe in the name of like trying to be totally innocuous, like mm-hmm. they've just completely like I don't know, like they like rather than like be in a world where you're like having like you're 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 sort of asserting something like they're just like oh we'll just put color on it and like Mm. you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. i don't know like i think even the wheat and the color like there's something there's a seal on the previous ones there's like you know i don't Mm -hmm. know there's like the state the state house or whatever like Mm -hmm. i feel like there's something uh i guess just like the idea of like government as i don't know like completely degraded (laughs) and like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and just like I don't know what, like um, lacking in all kind of like joie de vivre or something like that. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's also weird that they misquoted their their motto or they shortened it. Like they they took like a soundbite of their own. <laughs> right. Yeah. Motto. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the state motto is uh, is like uh, Latin, right? Which I know I know the state motto because I grew up listening to like emo music like um saddle (laughs) creek you know like um not bright eyes Mm -hmm. exactly but adjacent to bright eyes bands and there was a band from kansas called ad aspera per aspera and they were great but it was like the kind of band that was like wow a couple that like maybe they used to be in love and now they've broken up but they sing to each other you know these like (laughs) heart-rending songs and there's a keyboard yeah yeah I was I was all all for that shit. I couldn't get the, enough. The full line to the stars through difficulties is definitely way more emo and way more poetic. That would go super hard on a life. Yeah, side, right. Definitely. Just like, but just even definitely. that, like cutting the cutting the cutting the motto, like it's just so sad. Like that we <laughs> yeah. can't like we as a as a, maybe as like a culture can't handle the idea of difficulties or something. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> like too that's much. too much. It's too much. Can't handle Latin and can't. Maybe it's a government conspiracy to to limit Midwest emo. Oh, <laughs> they want to cut down on that shit. It's a Midwest. It's a Midwest emo oh, style. Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh my god! Dude, I mean, uh, yeah, okay, I stand by that. I can stand by that. I support that. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I guess I'll share this one just because it doesn't really connect at all to what we're just talking about. (laughs) 
Um, but yeah, it's, um, it's an article from The Guardian. And the headline is, Baby skin is already perfect. Dior wants to sell them a skincare line. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and um, uh, the thing that I found out from this article is it goes deeper than just Dior. I didn't realize that there was, like, a whole subculture of um, even, like, dermatologists, I guess, treating babies and their skin and, like, doing this on TikTok and getting hella views. So I'll just read a little bit of it. This month, Baby Dior unveiled a so-called complete skincare line for little ones. Think babies who enter this world with that delicious, milky, soapy, newborn smell. Wait. Hold on. Think, wait, wait, that sentence, I'm, I'm really confused by that sentence. Just don't worry about that sentence. But um, they have a $230 <laughs> scented water um, that has whiffs of pear, wild rose, and white musk. Um, there's also a moisturizer version of it called Le Lait Très Tendre, which means very tender milk, I guess. Um, an all-body moisturizer that goes for $115. Um... There's also a $95 bottle of uh, face, body, and hair foam. I don't know. And then if you scroll further down in the article, you can see examples of, like, what the branding looks like. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of disturbing to me. Like, I, I, I just don't, yeah, I didn't realize that there's this whole kind of, like, underbelly of, like, dermatology um, <laughs> in the skincare world where it's, like, a little bit predatory, I would say. Um also, there's another, there's another um, a little tidbit further down where uh, somebody talks about uh, a TikTok video that was posted about a mother who was using Axe body spray on their baby. Um, pretty disturbing. No. Pretty disturbing stuff. Wait, was yeah. their baby like a, was their baby a bro or was it? Um, <laughs> unclear. Not, not mentioned. Not <laughs> I just imagine a baby perpetually leaving gym class for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> I mean, okay. Well, here's one thing, though. I mean, I might, yes. I might like, I might counterpoint your, I might counterpoint this a little bit because babies have a lot of products. I Do you mean, know what I mean, this is like, very true. Th- this like, is very there's true. so much money and like industry around babies, like that have scents and things like that like baby powder why do mm-hmm. you know what i mean like babies mm-hmm. don't smell like baby powder like or they don't give that smell off like right. um you know what i mean like so i don't know i mean this is terrible and stupid <laughs> but <laughs> like is it is it like is it is this more like marketing for these companies do you know what i mean like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even in the outrage, is it marketing for them? You know what I mean? Like, to be like, well, I don't care. I, I have a fancy-ass baby. Like, why am I going to put some Kmart-ass powder on my baby when I could put this Dior right. thing or something like that? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I don't know, yeah, like, yeah. Bu- like, bu- like, bum cream or whatever. Like, <laughs> ba- a yeah. lot people use that. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's just but- not... I I, I, I guess like for me, I've also been trying to pinpoint the perspective of this article, right? Like I'm trying to figure out like, oh, is this like pointed at like, you know, is this kind of like a has versus have not situation? Like where does, where does the, the kind of disgust and rage sort of like stem from, right? Because again, you're totally right. Like, you know, if anybody here has watched the amazing Australian reality TV show, Yummy Mummies, you will intimately know and understand 
these lives of these like rich mothers to be and like what things they decide to pamper their future babies with right and i feel like this your skincare line probably would be within their periphery you know what i feel like we have to define the 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 two kinds of of uh of rich moms <laughs> like there's like there's like wino rich mom and then there's like 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 and then there's like hot like actually like hot rich mom where we're like rich fashion people don't have kids and and maybe this is like a way for them to trick hot like hot people like fashion adjacent hot people to have kids so that they can like find more like the it's like the uh designer industrial complex okay selling more goods <laughs> wait is this like are you saying that it's like oh like it's like that effect of like when you see like fancy like like christian louboutins but for babies and you're like oh like that makes me want to have a baby and i'm like rich enough to do so like imagine the average person that shops on essence and like right now they're like oh no i like i would never have a kid but like now if it's like worth buying maybe they're like maybe i need to have a baby so i can buy this fun babies. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I do think, I mean, that also, but then that points to maybe the target for this stuff, which is like a gift. You know what I mean? Like it's a gift thing that for someone who doesn't have a baby to give to someone else. Like it's a token. Okay, so it's, it's like, <laughs> it's a token. It's like an idea more than it is like a usable item or something like that. Right. You know, like, yeah, mm, yeah. it's, you have it on the shelf and people are like, oh my God, wow, that Dior, like, oh my God, you know, like, I think it also might live, it might live in a place of like a hundred dollar bottle of this Dior stuff might be a cheap way to get into these products, you know what I mean? Like, and you just use it on yourself, you know? Like, <laughs> a cheaper way to, get, like, to be able to like make yourself feel better for buying it for yourself, but but it's under the guise of buying it for your child. That's really funny. Yeah. I, you know, people need me bum cream. <laughs> I like the, the gift route. Like, that you, like, almost that they're too self-conscious to buy, like, a normal baby gift, and somehow, like, this is their scapegoat, that they couldn't be caught dead giving them a normal baby gift, so this is their way to flex on them. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I mean, this also, this also fits into the theme of, um, like post goop world where like oh definitely the idea this is not crunchy this is not granola this is not natural no. like the whole no. thing is very like you know what i mean like it's very false it's like very like um it's yeah. not like it's not like good for your soul in any way it's like about yeah. being it's about being beautiful at all costs you know right. or whatever yeah. like and yeah. And against and against people's wishes or something. Right. Yeah, like we ditched the jade egg and we moved fully into vanity. It's like, mm. I don't care what you say. You know, it's like a version of like, rather than being like, this fits into my, like this is carbon neutral and fits into my whole like lifestyle. Like yeah. this is like, I dare you to fuck with me. I put, <laughs> you know, like I put bum cream. I put like a hundred dollar bum cream on my baby. Like, fuck you. <laughs> It smells amazing. <laughs> My baby smells better than your baby will ever smell, bitch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, this is horrifying. I'm sad to see this. 
<laughs> That's my other take. <laughs> well, damn. I'm sorry to these babies. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry to these babies. Dave, do you have a tidbit that relates to this? Or? Have you guys ever seen the meme where people put like automotive cans near the register and they had to put a sign that says these are not beverages? No. And then the comment is... No. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Okay. I'll, I'll, I might not be able to get the thing, but I, I'll, I'll try and describe in... Uh, Good detail. So uh, we're, we're familiar how like some automotive stuff like WD-40 kind of has like a specific look and feel mm-hmm. to it. Like it's kind of like, um, I'll try and pull it up in a second. But there there is um, like, and, and we know like NOS Energy Drink, which is like a play on like the NOS Nitro Booster for your car. And then mm-hmm. they turned that and that was like a big thing. Mm-hmm. Well, there there was an incident where somebody had put like fuel injector cleaner at the register as like a, hey you're checking out like don't forget your fuel injector but uh apparently there was like uh this was a while back but there was a string of people buying them and then thinking that they were energy drinks and then they were drinking fuel injector cleaner and then they had to put a note that says this is not a beverage oh my and, um, god i found fine I found a Daily Mail article. Hang on, I'll send it to you guys. That is about this. Uh, oh, okay. no. Washington, Washington man hospitalized after drinking canister of NOS Octane, which he mistook for an energy drink, causing violent seizures. This is no. not that long ago. Oh, no. Oh, no. And the sad thing, I mean, I guess the question is, like, here's my question. It's like, you take a sip. Like, was he just, like, this, like, like, after a sip, you stop. Like, why did he drink a whole can? (laughs) Maybe he's, like, he's trying to, like, maybe he's, like, you know it's working when it tastes really bad. (laughs) Wow, yeah. A Washington state man was hospitalized and suffered at least four seizures after drinking a fluid sports car, a fluid sports, a fluid for sports cars he mistook for an energy drink. The 54-year-old who has not been named glugged from a 12-ounce bottle of NOS Octane Booster Racing Formula, believing it was, in fact, NOS High Performance Energy Drink. I mean, that's, like, one of those funny things, too, where it's, like, like, how could this ever have happened? You know, like... like, No, but, like, honestly, Of course he did. Like, honestly, though, like... Like, what if he was, like, visually impaired a little bit, you know? Like, maybe he just didn't have his glasses that day. Because, like, the logos look very similar. And, you know, using that same bright blue for, like, the body of the bottle, I mean, I don't know. Like, you know, I actually have, I think about this a lot. Well, I don't think about this a lot. But I do remember the last time I went to AutoZone with my little sister, like, how crazy brightly colored everything is. It does kind of read like drink like energy beverage you know so like you know i just felt bad for him honestly that sucks that he had seizures oh man uh apparently you can get like a cool water tumbler that just looks like a bunch of insane car 
liquid. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> Which, like, it's like the funny thing of, like, just being, like, if I worked in a mechanic shop, this would be the worst thing ever, like, to have. You know, just, like, the idea, because you, like, set it down and you're like, where's my fucking water? Like, you know, like, it's, oh like, God. so useless. <laughs> Oh my god! Wow. But also, They're just cool like, what about like the copyright rules and stuff around that? You know, like, cause doesn't like the FDA like have to approve like, you know, everything? Like, wouldn't that be like kind of an oversight to like brand a drink exactly the same way like something that shouldn't be consumed is branded? You know, like I wonder how they got away with that. Maybe maybe they got to be talking to big big automotive and telling them to stop making their carburetor cleaner look so tasty (laughs) (laughs) i wonder is there anything else that's like this like i guess there's like a thing where it's like i think some people who are really into cars like feel like they're also a car Mm. you know like ooh, i gotta fuel up like you know like i've got maybe as a slightly related topic but it's things not for their intended uses but they have other uses like like poppers I, w- I went down a rabbit hole and saved like a bunch of really cool poppers uh designs not that long ago uh-huh. and you know quote unquote like vhs cleaner type right. of thing and like uh <laughs> you know a, a <laughs> uh-huh <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this, but like, you know, maybe there's, maybe we're not tapped in and there's, there's like a whole other underbelly of like, you know, a fuel injector cleaner that's used for something else. Right. It's kind of like, where does like your affection and passion and desire for like a thing that you have, maybe like, maybe you're a really avid hobbyist for, like, where does that crossover happen with like then the consumption of that passion and desire and uh you know like i'm i'm just trying to think of like other other things like that because like it's almost kind of like when has like the cross-pollination of a product gone too far you know to the point where it's a health (laughs) hazard to humans you know kind of thing right but it's like a back and forth it's like it's like it's like a perfect like back and forth it's like car like (laughs) drinks that look like car stuff you know and with the name like radiator coolant like you know it's like okay it's got a chill vibe like it's gonna relax me a little Mm. bit you know like and then like you know like then that becomes a real drink you know like i don't know people this with the car drink uh like kind of continuum is deep i think i think we're we stumbled on something mm-hmm. that has like a deep mm-hmm. like i think people there's a lot of people who i think feel like they're autobots or something you know what i mean like they're right they want to be a car like they look at their car and they think like that's part of me and like you know like they get yeah. in the car and they're part of the car and they yeah. want to drink like the car yeah. drinks i don't mm-hmm. know there's something i think like that identity like people who have like very serious car things I think get a little bit of identification of like extending their body into those things. Um yeah, I mean, I guess the other thing that I was going to talk about is from one it's from uh my, one of my favorite like email newsletters, uh Dirt 
So within like the email, like um, the the writer Michelle Santiago Cortez is um, just considering like different presentations of online visibility. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that the part that I found that was most interesting uh, that is like within this article is actually um, this rule called the 90 dash nine dash one rule. Um, and apparently this is talking about like what the composition of online communities are made up of. So the 99-1 rule is the idea that online communities are made up of 1% creators, 9% contributors, and then the rest, so the other 90% are lurkers. Um, and yeah, so I just thought, uh, you know, so they go through like this definition of a lurker. Um, so like in the, in the email, they say a lurker is a non-public participant who feels as engaged lurking in some places as they do contributing to others. Um, the internet is a super highway of nonstop content teeming with bots, catfishers, influencers, shit posters, and shoppers. But for every person or entity that makes or shares something, so like including like AI, right? Um, it is said that there are 90 others who just dot, 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 watch. And if they are watching, maybe they are the ideal people to become the librarians and record keepers of the internet. And then I don't know who this, uh, person is. Muin is, but uh, I think they probably referenced earlier in the article. But anyways, it says, Muin explained that the work of a lurker, um, or as a stream commenter said, lurker bees, is misunderstood because it's not easily traceable or even conventionally productive. However, actions and in taking information have reactions, outputs of information that traverse among and between networks both online and IRL. Because their actions are virtually invisible, lurkers are often typecast as freeloaders or leeches, and their perceived inaction is seen as indifference or disapproval. But researchers are beginning to recast lurkers as peripheral learners or the silent majority, with a strong bond to the communities they regularly lurk. Um, Muin reports that some researchers found that lurkers tend to follow a more than average amount of content from a diverse range of potential sources. Um, and I just like think it's, I, I, I'm just per like personally interested in this, right? Like, um, uh, I think we are all participants of the internet, right? We all like consume content, we create content. I just think it's like really interesting to kind of consider what kind of lurkers we are, you know, and also try to, um, I don't know, like rethink, on, like think on the term lurker as well, like whether or like what are the connotations or like meanings of defining ourselves as such? Um, yeah. yeah. And I, it also I think, reminds yeah, me yeah, too yeah. of like, oh, 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 sorry, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. I think this is really, I think this is really interesting. I mean, I have lots of thoughts about this, but I'm wondering, David, what, what, what comes <laughs> up for you in thinking about this? Because I have like <laughs> a fucking tirade or whatever that I always have and I don't want to get into it yet. But I'm interested to hear what kind of a what kind of a lurker are you? Are you a lurker? Are you a poster? Are, are you a lurker? <laughs> no. Are you? What percentage do you land in? Where? What's your What's your internet yeah. life like? Uh, I, I lurk very hard. The very first thing I thought of when I heard of lurker was like growing up and being at the skate park and like anybody that's kind of like mm -hmm. sus on the periphery uh, type of thing or somebody like hanging out in the shadows. And then I've also been just going down like Wikipedia rabbit holes of like clandestine CIA operatives of people lurking in the shadows. <laughs> 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 
and, and overthrowing governments. And then the, my third point is um, I think uh, I myself particularly hang out in lots of different internet communities, mainly just because I like keeping tabs on things. And, like, I don't know. I think the, the fact that, like, you can tiptoe in, like, the fashion world, but also you could be, like, heavily involved in, like, powerlifting message boards or, or, or like, sub-communities. I, I think, like, lurking is a, uh, it's a strong way to attach yourselves to something that maybe you don't have the, like, personal free time to actually engage with mm. on a daily basis. I think mm-hmm. it's kind of like, um, I wouldn't say, like, cosplaying but it's like your way to have a subscription to be in a community without actually having to participate and i think Mm. that's a positive thing actually by lurking hard enough you by virtue become almost maybe even an expert in the community or maybe even more of an expert than the people that claim to be experts in it because you 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 have such a critical distance that you can like you know connect all the dots where somebody that's maybe in it is blind to certain things because like you actually have the extra free time to just see the big picture. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's it. Stopping there. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just going to add to like, um, just reading this, this particular email newsletter digest or whatever. It reminded me of, um, there's this one NTS live show that I listen to all the time. It's called like the, the early, I think it's called the early bird show, the early, no, I think it's like the early show with Maria Somerville, but something that she does quite regularly is like when she, when it's her, you know, when it's her show and she's like DJing live, she always acknowledges the silent listeners. She says like, good morning to (laughs) all the silent listeners too, you know? And like, (laughs) I think that, (laughs) but like, but that's the thing, right? Like I think about, um, it, it makes me think about the people who get attention on the internet or like on social media versus the people who who don't get attention but are just as critical to like the community like like how how the virality forms or like how the how a movement is structured like you might not be like you know the leader of it but you are definitely playing your part whether or not you're a bot or an actual person and whether or not you're saying something positive or negative you're that you're a little piece right that's like shaping like how something moves through uh the online world and like i don't know it it, yeah i'm not exactly sure like why that's so interesting to me right now but um well i I don't know just yeah no i think i mean i think there's something interesting like because I do think as these platforms mature and age, all these communities, like, uh, I think the, 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 like, the, the, I don't know what you say, like, the 90-10 thing is getting even more skewed. Like, I think it's, like, 99-1. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think mm-hmm. in part, like, in part, I think it's just, you know, whatever, like, the enshittification of these places or whatever, like, but I do think also in part, it's like there was this fantasy that was sold to us that like this would be a place for people to share and connect or whatever. But really, it's like mm-hmm. a place for people to perform, you know, like and it's very mm-hmm. like many of the spaces are are so performative. And of course, there's like Reddit communities and, you know, like there are places, but even those I think are are changing now, too, as like Reddit 
prepares to go public next year, right. um, you know, yeah. they're, they're changing a lot of their rules and stuff, you know, like around engagement mm-hmm. and around algorithms and stuff. So, um, because they're trying to kind of like make that money back, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't know. I just noticed like the idea of being a lurker, like I think w- is accepting the framing of the business like in a way like the business of mm. these platforms like it's almost like it's buying into the fantasy that like you could also be an influencer if you just stopped lurking and did something you know what i mean like i don't know like <laughs> <laughs> rather than it being like everybody who is at this point like the one percent of people have like Uh, basically a studio in their home and they create content Mm -hmm. on a semi-professional basis, you know, like mostly Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. feel, you know, TikTok and things like that, like these spaces, I don't know. And then, yeah, but, or like someone who has a sub stack and they write it and it's like, it's not a very like, it's not a very, yeah, I guess rhizomatic or whatever, you know, like it's not a very like, um, you know a uh, 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 flat high flat hierarchy it's a very hierarchical structure you know like um, oh, yeah. Yeah. which i think is is interesting but um but i do see yeah. the idea i do like the idea of lur- of being like a lurker and to the lurker to member pipeline or whatever you know is is, <laughs> is strong it's a nice way in mm-hmm. or something but but i don't mm-hmm. know i guess mm-hmm. like I don't know, Helen, I guess, like, what communities, like, I feel like I'm thinking about, like, generalized kind of, like, platform world, but, like, Mm -hmm. what are some communities where you see some of these dynamics existing in? Um, I mean, you know, RIP Learning Gardens, like, Learning Gardens was this, like, Slack community that, like, I was a part of, like, particularly, mostly, like, when I was in grad school, but it felt kind of the, you know, that and like just like general i think discord channels like feel like spaces where you you're everyone's kind of at lurker level <laughs> you know like mm-hmm. you're just all like disseminating like shit that you you know and understand and find really interesting but it's not about like outperforming one person or another you know it's just merely about sharing the knowledge like sharing yeah knowledge sharing um and then i think like you know, when things depend on number of subscribers or number of likes or amount of engagement, that's where the performative factor takes over and the lurkers become silenced. Like, you're not a lurker anymore. You're just a, an absorber, you know? It's not like a two-way relationship necessarily. It's just kind of more of like a, a theater and audience, like, you know, kind yeah. of what you're saying, Justin. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Oh. I don't feel, yeah. Lurker clout? What? <laughs> oh, wait, we got something I'm in the chat. Reading. We got something in the chat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the biggest lurker? <laughs> <laughs> oh, of, our, of us, of our group? Uh, oh, no, oh, wait, well, in general, but uh, I think those are things to, to think about. Like, what, like, what is it, like, what equals lurker clout if the, if that's typically seen as like a passive thing but like yeah. like how many people can you follow or or yeah. like how many albums did you listen to but you didn't review like on a youtube channel but like you might or like people's like um uh letterbox 
like things where people are like quantifying the things that they're hovering around, but they're not like the they're not the content creator. I think is interesting, mm-hmm. or or like people diver- diversifying their interests, mm-hmm. like through lurking. And you guys talking about this also made me think of um, I uh, I had to I, I wrote like a. Yeah, what, yeah, what is this from? What is, Dave, what is this from? Like, you made, like, a whole, like, presentation. <laughs> um, but, 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 like, from, from your, if, if we, if we cross-reference that with um, y- your thing in the, the article about, like, if 1% is heavy contributors, 9% is intermittent contributors, and 90% is lurkers, like, uh, I, I had a, a theory around, like, uh, like self-awareness and like who watches people basically so like if if you're if, if you're like a normie like mm-hmm. you just exist on like this this plane in this one universe and then if you're like an informed or like cool person you're like self-aware enough and you're like oh that person's a normie and you think you know a little bit more like maybe you're at the hipster level and then after hipster there's like like post you're like, oh, hipsters aren't cool. They just know a little bit. Like, you're cooler than a hipster because you know all these things that the hipsters don't know. Or that, like, you're, you're post-irony where you can do the dumb thing yeah. that, like, you're not trying the to other, be cool anymore. The but other then, one, but the, you, yeah, yeah, so, the other one is, like, the, uh, the, the, like, bell curve where it's, like, default fonts are the best. And then it's, like, I use Helvetic. I use some crazy yeah. thing. And then it's, like, <laughs> you go back to the other side and, like, the wisdom side. And you're, like, default fonts are the best. You know, like... Uh, <laughs> Right. Anyway, sorry, I interrupted you. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. And, and then, and then I think, like at the time when I made the chart, there was three levels. But I think there's a fourth level that goes beyond that because I think there's a that third level is kind of the like, like uh, almost the cringy thing now, where you're you where you're the kind of the annoying person because yes. you're annoyed at the other people that like know a certain <laughs> level of things. So the 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 fourth person, the fourth window that you're viewing through is just like you can know everything. And you can just be, like, a normal, chill person. You don't have to, like, make it your personality or you don't have yeah. to, like, shame people for it. Don't so have I'm, to shame I'm, uh, I'm of the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I, think the era, I think the era of the lurker is out. I think the idea of that, mm. like, I think that the idea of, of that kind of cultural cachet and that kind of clout or whatever, not clout, I mean, just, like, the idea of being an all-knower or, like, of being, like, you know, it's, like, I don't know. It was, like, I mean, it was, like, um, what's it called? Um, Portlandia did a thing about it, about, like, did you read? Did you read? Did you read? Did you read? Like, you know, they were, like, oh, I read. Oh, I saw it. Oh, I saw that. Oh, I saw the New Yorker. Oh, I saw that. You know, they keep going back and forth with, like, every, like the whole idea is right. to just know that it exists. Like, I think that <laughs> there was a moment that that was a thing. You know what I mean? Like, that it just would mm-hmm. be, like, to, to understand that mm-hmm. it is, to have awareness, you know? Like, and I think mm-hmm. that now mm-hmm. that idea of awareness is, like, very out. You know, like, it's, like, mm. the idea, it's not wide, it's deep. You know, like, uh, the, mm. the, 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 you know, I mean, who was talking about that was, like, um you know, talking about, like, making art, like, you have to have something, it has to be a little bit stupid. I forget who was talking about that. But, like, you can't be too self-aware. It can't be too smart. You know, like, it's, mm-hmm. like, gotta be mm-hmm. a little bit, um, I think people are really investing in that, that the figure of, like, the, like, 
I don't know, like multiple monitors, like looking at lots of different stuff, like subscribing to all these different things. I don't know. Like I think is out. Like I feel like the idea is to be like, it's hot to be completely absorbed in whatever your own world is. Like I think people are looking for the, uh-huh. for those people or something right now. Yeah, go niche. You know, it's not about casting a wide net. It's about being incredibly attuned. Uh, to a slant of a specificity of the universe. And, yeah, that's cool. I'm definitely not that. I'm definitely scatterbrained, like, all fucking that shit. So, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening. You can find us at designfreaks.cafe or follow us on Instagram. Just type in the number four, then keep adding zeros until it comes up. Ciao!